We are the Knights of Awakening. So long as I draw breath in this life, I promise to serve this world responsibly with empathy, compassion, and grace. I have faith that what I am doing is right and just. I bring hope to every life that I touch through inspired and empowered involvement. When called to action, I will employ courage in the face of adversity and always stand up for what is right. Being patient, find peace and insight in my trials. I will keep in mind that justice can bring terrible consequences for all involved and that I also must employ mercy when I can. I will be generous to my brothers, sisters, and strangers for they are my family. I, I strive to always be noble and respectful in all of my interactions in the world. The organizational goals, empowerment and self-betterment for our members through study, training, and practice to empower their lives and by extension to those around them, service and charity, to set up teams across the globe to assist in the communities where our members live in whatever fashion we can, and by providing support, leadership, and guidance, our members can better empower the larger world by working with others in their areas to inspire good works. To combat violence and hatred through good works and empower members to be walking examples of the prowess, values, and virtues that a Night of Awakening possesses. Those are, those are some very lofty goals. The mission statement kind of prepares us for the goals, and then the goals, man, they're, they're tough. The empowerment and self-betterment one, we, you know, if you're in a group like this already, you probably have already thought about empowerment and betterment. Um, that might be the easier of the three, but Charles, the service and charity, uh, especially setting up those those charity teams um, across the globe, um, and the the other the other one, the the last goal is pretty lofty too. What do you think? Well, I I think that's why we need to get more people on on board and involved in this, because at the end of the day, two or three people can't do it by themselves. You know if if you fly over, because Allie and I are close to each other, so we're, we're just going to make it easier and have one person fly on the plane. If you fly over and you, Allie, and I drive to a central location, that's three people. How many times could we realistically do that in a year to run a charity drive, to do anything of any real value in that area? You know... I can tell you that we do a lot of animal rescue and rehab between my wife and I. I've kind of become her uh, the Robin to her Batman. You know, I know that your entire life is dedicated to service, and I know that Allie spends a tremendous amount of time getting people together in service-based ways. But that's three people to do this to make these goals happen, the real trick is going to be getting other people to want to do it. And that's that's reminding them uh, to, to borrow our catchphrase, to awaken the night within. That's what the shows are there to do. We, we know that if we remind them that they're nightly, if we remind them that they've got that within them, that it, it means they're likely to do a little bit more. I think... A lot of people misunderstand the nature of these these types of uh, goals. 
they think that means you've got to be at the soup kitchen every single day. Sometimes it is as simple as making sure that information is available to people that need it. Sometimes it's as simple as when there's a food drive, if you can't donate to it, getting the advertisements out to the people that can. Sometimes you do more by aiding those that are already in motion. And then sometimes you've got to start things up yourself to get things done. Sometimes you've got to be the person on the front line. The self-empowerment, that is somewhat easier and somewhat harder for a lot of people because it means taking a stock and inventory of the self. There's that, that one, that awareness that everyone hates to deal with, and yet we all have to, that self-awareness. But I think looking at the looking at the goals, they're achievable. But those goals are long-term, and to do that, we need to get more people active. And it kind of starts right now in the online group and on the page. We see people respond. We see interaction there, and we know that if we put a call to action that someone's going to show up at least. If we don't see activity in those places, then that means we've got to work a little bit harder with what we're doing with the shows and to get interaction in those groups. And let's face it, social media is a very difficult platform to do this through. It's what we've got, but this isn't like the old days of Internet forums where you knew if someone was logging in, they were logging in just to see what was going on in this spot. You know, right now, the same communications methods that you use to talk to grandma and grandpa and the same communications methods that you use to keep up on your, your poker game club or your, uh, your Dungeons and Dragons group or your video game club is the same interaction system you're using to keep up with your nightly organizations, to keep up with your charity drives. So we understand also if it's getting washed out, we get it. We're aware of it. We're doing everything we know how to do to make sure that you're aware when a call to action goes out. And we're hoping that you're doing everything you can when you see that, even if you can't participate, to then lend a hand in getting the word out. Even if it means working with other organizations like the Red Cross or Jedi Can, that group, we're going to get them on in talk to them. I know you've been involved in some of the things they've been doing too. So our, our goals are designed to meet what we feel are the pressing needs in the world. But we want to try and focus on what the world needs. And we can do those in small steps locally to accomplish that. But as, as Charles just said, I don't want to go back over what he said, but we, uh, you know, we have to get more people involved in and the best we can do is just try to encourage at this point. But these goals are, are designed to meet uh, the pressing needs that we feel are needed in the world most, most first and foremost. Um, even in the early early years of the KOA, um, we were just a show and then a very small media group. Our mission then was to empower people. It's still our mission now uh, to help guide people to the best versions of who they can be. Uh, this remains my number one goal, and I know Charles Charles shares in these goals as well because he helped me write them. 
uh, and our plan hasn't changed. It's it, the only thing that changes on how we is in how we try to accomplish that. So you know you'll see us try different things and mix things up and try to hit hard here and hit hard there and to to make these things kind of move because we're fighting against uh, algorithms that we can't even see. So. But ultimately, by creating a place where people can come to consciously, you know, if if we're not hitting your news feed, maybe check in with us every once in a while. We'll still be here. The, the place will be here. Um, and by creating that place where people can learn and share and grow and learn from each other, that's, that's half the battle. But I want to talk about service and charity because it's something that a knight should be doing, even on a small scale, even if it's just raking leaves in your elderly neighbor's front yard. Uh, driving somebody to the store, you know, these doing doing the dishes on on your on your day. That's not your it's not your day. It's your roommate's day, but they're having a bad day, so you do the dishes for them. Uh, that's charity. That's service. This is something we should be doing. Um, and as we have talked about a, a million times, and we'll keep saying it over and over again, a knight is defined as someone who serves others. Long term, we'd love to raise money and, and build resources and create actual teams of knights that make real change in the communities. That doesn't mean you can't do it now. And we're trying to empower people to do that locally on their own. It would, it, it, it would be nice to have resources to be able to, to empower te you know, whole teams of people to do that. And that's long term. Our legacy should be, passing, uh, should be about passing these ideas on to those who need them and to those who want them, those who seek them, and to empower those people to, to continue our fight long after we're gone. Focusing on empowering individuals, focusing on empowering communities should be something we, we're doing every day as knights. And I know that's kind of idealistic. I'm, I've been accused of being an idealist, and I'm okay with that because these ideals and goals, as lofty as it may be, keeps me, as we said, reaching upwards. Let's, uh, let's end this with the uh, oath of knighthood, Charles. I know we say it, I know it's, they hear it in the, in the uh, intro music, but I'll go ahead and read it, and then uh, we'll talk about it for a minute, and then we'll close this thing up. So the KOE Oath of Knighthood, I know you guys hear this every time, and you better not be skipping that intro music because it's really fun. So long as I draw breath in this life, I promise to serve this world responsibly with empathy, compassion, and grace. I have faith that what I am doing is right and just. I bring hope to every life that I touch through inspired and empowered involvement. When called to action, I will employ courage in the face of adversity and always stand up for what is right, being patient to find peace and insight in my trials. I will keep in mind that justice can bring terrible consequences for all involved, that I must also employ mercy when I can. I will be generous to my brothers, sisters, and strangers, for they are my family. I strive to always be noble and respectful in all of my interactions in the world. This oath of knighthood promises that we're always going to do our best to embody our core principles, our core teachings, our core beliefs. I promise to ourselves that we're always going to be mindful and seek betterment every single day as best we can to be respectful and to be loving and compassionate to our brothers and sisters that will always stand by each other no matter what, through thick and thin, as a shield family should, to the world in which we interact and do good works, that we will give our best effort to conduct ourselves with the utmost of honor, fairness, and respect. This will help us transcend from mere 
understandings into a state of being, into a state of automatic action. And I encourage you to read it and share it or disagree with it. Tell us. Talk to us. Have a conversation with us. Um, it's the only way we grow and get better. Charles, your final thoughts on the oath? I think what a lot of people will need to realize is that you never take an oath lightly, but you always recognize that an oath is taken to the best of your ability. And this oath is one of the few that includes that in it. It consistently restates to the best of my ability as I am able because it's a recognition that we must do better each day to uphold these ideals to become exemplars of this state of knighthood. This is the oath itself is an attempt to take a very ethereal concept of rightness and goodness in the self and place it into words, place it into ideas that we can grasp. And in taking it, what you're doing as a person is saying that I've looked at the world with me in it as a good person. I've looked at it as a bad person, and I've chosen good. I've chosen to be that better person every day. And that while I may fail in that choice in the days that follow, I have set a solid point in memory to bring myself back to, to do better. We have this emphasis within the nightly communities, I'll call it, of what I call the fallen night. It's this need to call people out when they, when they fall. But that's human. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that. Let me rephrase it. I'm not saying that there's any way to stop ourselves from doing that. That's part of being human. But what we should be doing is asking how we pick ourselves back up and how we help others pick themselves back up. It's a situation where we have to understand that this oath is a recognition of a point in time where you're deciding you will do better. It's not saying that you won't mess up. It's that when you make mistakes, when you fall, you'll go back to this moment and realize that there's a higher ideal you're living up to. It comes back again to the idea, fail better. I think this oath is the exemplar point, the manifestation of an ideal into words that can be grasped and taken and understood. And I would, I would ask anyone who is reading the oath or listening to it and hopefully will have a, a copy of it included under the episode summary so that it's easier for those, those visual learners to take a moment. I would hope that you would take a moment and not just take the oath blindly, but meditate on the oath, even if you're not going to take it. Meditate on why it is, what it is, what it means. You may find after you meditate on it that you want to take it, that it's a part of who you need to be moving forward, and that's okay. And if you take the oath, don't take it with the fear that you're going to mess up and then disgrace the Knights of Awakening or yourself in some way, if you take that oath, take it knowing that you're going to mess up, but it's not going to disgrace us because in messing up, you're messing up with the knowledge that you're going to do better each step. I would rather have a thousand Knights who trip and fall and stumble 
but do better each day than to have one perfect knight who does not understand what it means to struggle, does not understand what it means to have difficulty in this. So that's what I want the listeners to take from this. And like I said, meditate on it. This is a, this is a good mini meditation. We'll call it a mini guided meditation. It's worth listening to again. It's worth rewinding this recording, going back and listening to Justin say this again. It's worth contemplation. Why be this better person for you? Why why you be this better person? Not why us. We we'll get into that in future shows, and we get into it a little bit already. But why for you? What does it mean to you? If you meditate on that, I think you'll find that this is an opening point for you. If you're right on the edge of being nightly, this could be the gestalt that you need to better yourself. That's my thoughts on it. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Uh, if you're checking us out on Anchor, remember we have a website. We do have Facebook pages as we talk about. All those links will be down in the description. I'll also include... Um, the, the verbiage of the oath and the uh, goals and the mission statement. So we thank you very much for spending some time with us. And until next time, awaken the night within.